0: Hello everyone, I'm Taha and today I'm with Kinzai Minahil. Hey! And welcome to Look <laughs> <Vok-ke-hene>. at <laughs> So guys, today we're talking about behavioral addictions. Hmm, so what does this entail?
1: So when we had gotten together and talked about this, we we were talking about addictions in general, right? And we wanted to, you know, address that when you uh, think of addictions Mm -hmm. or when you hear the word addiction, you're really thinking of like, you know, the obvious, like drugs or, you know, alcohol, etc., which, by the way, are taboo topics and are definitely not talked about in our culture. So we kind of wanted to keep that separate. But we also wanted to bring up in specifically this episode, um, addictions that are considered not very obvious, especially mm-hmm. in our culture. Right? But we know that those are addictions. Exactly. So let's start with you know, food addictions. It's unfortunate that in our culture, especially, like we don't really think of that as you know, a problem mm-hmm. or a disease. Or like a you know a a condition actually right like a like a health condition where people generally are considered that you know they love food or they yeah. love eating so that's why they're just eating so much especially in our culture it's unfortunate that that is used synonymously with somebody being like fat or overweight yeah. or whatever it is so um and what happens when you don't recognize the problem for what it is you don't find a solution for it the way that you should yeah
2: it's true um, so it goes untreated and uh, yeah I, I and, think yeah and then it just is recognized as something you know that can be stopped but isn't getting stopped because they just don't want to control it or something like that and then they're just considered quote-unquote fat right <laughs> or unhealthy right
1: and unfortunately like our food is n- made with like a lot of like well we know our food mm-hmm. is awesome yeah this <laughs> food is so great and then of course then we have like you know the whole like sweet tooth thing going on where like mm-hmm. we eat a lot of matai, which is also sweets and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. Our food is really addictive to begin with. You know it's it's made yeah. with like a lot of oils and it's made with like a lot of like uh, well everything has a yeah. center of like meat and chicken and protein and stuff like that. So it's it's already very heavy
2: and sugar and sodium arms, all of that. <laughs> You're
0: absolutely right. Yep. And I think the thing that we forget about. A food addiction is that is a chemical addiction, like like being addicted to your cell phone and being addicted right, right. to heroin. I mean, it releases the same brain chemicals, and right. what happens is that we find we find a lot of people who who become addicted to food. They do what's called emotional eating, hmm. so they're not thinking about the the carbs and the and and the fats that so to say are are in South Asian food. I mean, a lot of foods from across the world have. You know, unhealthy uh, components to them. Right. But I guess yeah. what we're trying to say is that when somebody's addicted to food, don't like cheer for them. Don't be like, oh, this person is someone who's just a foodie. Right. That's more right. of an excuse to say that what they're doing is okay. So that sort of exacerbates what they're doing. It makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's better to sort of share with them healthier solutions. Right. Instead of stress eating or instead of having that fourth plate of nahari. On that before um we we sort of like stop at the second or the first i mean yeah. obviously having sweets and having oily foods at like a wedding or a party is fine but when it comes to having every day and every day unhealthy um outlet being mm-hmm. food is not it's not a good solution yeah, yeah and
1: then you kind of like are touching on a very good thing i think that there's just general lack of like awareness and um will to learn about the food mm-hmm.
2: yeah I think it definitely starts with um, addressing the fact that there even is a food addiction mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, oh, the food's really great, so, let me, you know, you can have more, have more. And another thing in our culture is, like, please orderly, which is like, you know, please have more, oh. please have more. And if they don't, then you're being, like, you know, disrespectful, or you don't like the food secretly, or something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and,
0: insecurity. you know, you bring a great point. <laughs> the, the fact that it's considered rude to portion size. it's like problematic of it in itself i feel like a lot of the issues that come with food are related to body image and mm-hmm. yes oh does it taste good or bad but it has nothing to do with that it has to do with regulation
1: totally yeah yeah I completely agree and i think that like okay so I'll take like my grandparents for example like they're always wondering especially my grandpa like he's always wondering like why his sugar level today when he tested it was so high and then like he'll be like you know adding in like like four tablespoons of like coffee made in his coffee which by the way he shouldn't also be drinking either and then he's just like wondering like why he has so much sugar in his blood and I'm like it's so funny there's just a basic misunderstanding that like sugar doesn't exist in things that like don't taste sweet Right. And stuff like that. Like, it's those basic elements of understanding about the food that you're eating. It's the nutrition facts, which (laughs) we don't look at. (laughs) Exactly. And so I completely agree. Like, that actually feeds into, you know, the non-awareness about uh, the kind of food that we're eating, how much we should eat. Uh, I don't even think... Was there, like, health class in Pakistan? No. No, no,
2: no. There is no health class. Nope. I mean, science
1: sure inside of like
2: maybe science class there was like a topic about it um but even then you know it was like oh this is what you shouldn't eat and this is what you should eat but like there was no real like awareness into like the depths of the topics
1: how interesting right like i I know that over here also like we did have house class obviously which covered like a lot of topics and stuff Mm -hmm. like that food was definitely a part of Mm -hmm. it where we learned about eating disorders and stuff like that and i think that like that actually opened up a lot of like Uh, you know, well, RR is definitely for sure to like so many food disorders and what that looks like. And you know what, uh, especially our like society and culture being able to even identify, like, for example, I know for a fact, like an anorexic person, I know that it's either like an extreme that they, you know, people like judge. And then there's the other extreme that they judge. So like if somebody is extremely thin or extremely fat, however, generally very, very thin people in our society are actually commended for what they look like. Rather than not and like yeah with without the awareness of actually knowing what anorexia looks like or one of these other disorders looks like is is how will it's we so ever get scary. Your, it's it's so, so scary. it's so scary now that
2: i'm thinking about it there is no eating disorder awareness at all no one talks at about all. it i don't think anybody knows about it i mean like just our grandparents i don't even think they know what an eating disorder is it's just eating or not eating really right? yes
0: yes and, and sort of this, this or that thinking when it comes yeah. to eating disorders transcends like Eastern and Western culture. It's kind of like a societal thing where it's like, this is the notion of beauty to be skinny. Right. And if somebody has bulimia or anorexia, it's because they're like obsessed with this skinny look. And it's like, that's not the case. It's a, it's a disorder. And, and, um, for them to get help, you need to stop with those societal expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's going to take generations to change. I mean, we have body positivity now, right? but we also right. don't understand that that needs a balance as well because obesity is not okay right it's okay to be okay with how you look
1: yeah
0: right but that doesn't mean to be okay with you know having so so much unhealthy junk in your life that you start getting underlying conditions such as heart disease and diabetes you know there's a balance and I feel like especially in our culture we don't highlight that balance we only look at okay you're either like or, or, low, or low. like right. take more take more food right. you're okay the way you look in terms of that person but you know it's really not okay because you're causing illness to be to be present hmm. or you're more on the side of nay neikau which is don't eat don't eat or else right. you're gonna get fat you have a wedding in a few weeks or something
1: right that's
0: also an extreme that's just not
1: good at all. Oh, completely agree. And then, like, that fact of... So, one thing that has been, like, weighing on my mind because I was actually one of those kids where parents not paying attention to when their, like, kids are growing up and then eating and they're like, oh, it's their growing age. Like, that's fine. Like, they mean whatever. And if they're gonna eat it, they're like, let it do... Let, let's do it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and then they hit dean teen, their teenage. And then they're like, oh, now this kid is, like, so fat. Now, like, you need to lose weight. Like, that is such that's toxic yeah oh, so toxic yeah. i mean, and honestly like that kind of behavior or that kind of like healthy relationship towards eating and stuff like that which by the way like i see these parents like really really curbing the amount of sugar or whatever yeah. they're you know feeding their two month old baby and stuff like that and all that is is actually also super sweet until the parents get very obsessive about it which yeah. also is an addiction I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah but like especially in our culture like kids growing up it's like there there is no education about food and the kind of like food that the kids should be eating mm-hmm. and how much and stuff like that which now that we're thinking about it really it shouldn't be part of science
2: class it yeah. should be a thing in itself mm-hmm. where like,
0: like a separate health class health yeah like Mina was saying yeah. yeah
2: exactly there are no like also dietary like awareness in our culture either like yeah okay so yeah here like we make fun of like veganism sometimes and like all that you know Mm -hmm. special diets and stuff or like gluten-free and but they're like we can't even begin to like differentiate it's all like one big giant diet (laughs) diet of like whatever people want (laughs) which is Mm -hmm.
0: and that's not a diet doesn't have the definition of one either i mean i guess we have the word for an Urdu's for his right where you're trying to diet but but even that word entails weight loss it doesn't it doesn't entail health health, it doesn't entail i'm just trying to be healthy and if you're trying to be healthy in a desi household, you get ridiculed. You get made fun of. Oh, what are you uh, uh, a vegetarian now? Like yeah. you don't you don't want to eat the, uh, the the meat dishes that our culture has been eating for thousands of years? Right. Like that's really toxic. And yeah. also because we don't have a health class, a lot of people don't realize. As you said, just because it doesn't uh, taste sweet doesn't mean it doesn't have sugar in it. Yeah, right. Sugar is present. Naan, roti, chawal, oh bread, God. and rice. They all have, me- they're just carbs. It doesn't yeah. have carbs. It, it is a carb. And people forget that you can chemically be addicted to those carbs. And I've personally dealt with that all my life. And your body gets jittery when you're trying to process mm-hmm. a lot of carbs. And also it's just really, really toxic when everyone's like, oh, you can't have more mithai. you can't have more sweets, but here's three plates of chow, here's what? three <laughs> plates of rice. And what you're not understanding is you're doing the same exact thing. <laughs> The exactly. issue is, <laughs> yes. what else is toxic besides food? Well, It's the people that promote it, no?
2: Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, imposing your pre-assumed ideas on other people just because you think it's right. Um, mm-hmm. Just because you think it works for you, which I don't think it does, but it's fine. <laughs> you know, you're going to think that it works on other people. Would you say that's, like, an addiction? I agree. <sighs> people who are always, like, telling other people what they believe because,
1: like they think that this is their way is definitely an addiction. I mean, you're addicted to the fact that people should listen to you. And that's not true. What works for you can be like lethal for somebody else. (laughs) Like, And so, yeah, like believing that you're always right, believing that your way is the way that you want to, you know, you want the world to be is definitely an addiction because you're addicted to my way or no way and you're not open to change anymore. I think that a key Part of addiction is recovery, right? Or like mm-hmm. getting better. And if you are not open to other ways of life or getting better or, you know, learning or becoming more self aware, you remain addicted. And that can lead to very, just much like other addictions, that can lead to very bad outcomes.
0: I'll be, of course, because the first step of healing from an addiction is realization of the problem. Right. however we have the issue in in, in our culture and in mm-hmm. many other cultures we never recognize the issue in the first place mm-hmm. and you know why you'll never figure find out about it it's because the gossip that happens around you right. is probably right. about it but it will never be brought up to your face so you'll never recognize yes. the issue and the addiction in that sense would be to your way or the highway right like my right. way or nothing right because that's the only world view that you've lived in and mm-hmm. everyone around you has promoted that by not telling you that that's the issue yes
1: yeah and unfortunately like that that sort of addiction that that translates to like you know being uh gossip uh, mongers or like you know just like spreading negativity hmm. much like how addiction what the regular sense of addiction such as like being around alcoholism or drug addiction is going to you know infect you with that yeah much like that negativity and gossiping and you know being addicted to always having your eye on other people's stuff always comparing yourself to other people and like you know holding other people at a small medium or large scale or whatever that is it's it- itself as an addiction. Which actually plays into also what we somehow sometimes view um, celebrities as or something Mm. like that. There's a giant addiction around, like... To celebrity culture. To celebrity culture and, like, making your life about somebody else's life or like somebody else's life. Which, how many times have we
2: seen that being translated to, like, people literally changing the way that they look? Yeah. There's, like... Okay, so, like, on Instagram or, like, whatever, there's, like, a hundred girls that look the same. And, you know, it's all coming from, like, one person. My biggest example is Kim Kardashian. There's, like, a hundred girls that look exactly like Kim Kardashian. They look more like Kim than Kim looks like Kim. (laughs) It's so scary.
0: But, you know, you're absolutely right. But where does that stem from? Hmm. That stems from a cross-cultural model of comparison, right. of yeah. idolization. And what do we get addicted to? We get addicted to the void yeah. that that is comparing, right? And I felt that full self-awareness. On Lok we've always had moments where we've shared a personal story or an example in which we can relate to the topic that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I felt within myself that when I go into that environment where people are talking about like toxic things such as like, Oh, I need to be like this um, designer wearing person, or I need to Mm -hmm. like sort of um, be as rich as this person and everything in life should be that title or should be that house or should be that Lamborghini. I feel in myself, I slip, I slip from everything that I believe in. And when I'm sitting with those people, I become just like them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I would love to do that. Oh, but therapists don't make a lot of money, so I don't think I'll ever be able to reach out. Now I'm sad. Like, what? Mm. You know why? It's because it's a toxic environment, right. right? Think about the last time you went to a wedding and there was people gossiping. Right. Do you really think it's easy to not be part of it? Like, you become part of it because it's addicting. It's like, ooh, what's the tea? Yeah. And, and especially in both of my cultures, in, in both the Pakistani community and the LGBTQ community, right. the tea or the gossip is very very much so addicting it's not the caffeine in the tea just the metaphor of tea (laughs) (laughs) that's addicting
1: (laughs) yes and that's like so and so like actually is how to stop drinking that like how to stop like you know yeah (laughs)
0: Oh. I love that,
1: yeah. I just, I feel like that is the, that is, like, super key. And it comes from self-awareness. I think yeah. one of you said that
2: before. I think Taha did. And I agree. Because, like, sometimes, like, like exposing myself, sometimes I'll be talking about, like, gossiping about somebody. And then, like, an hour or two would pass by and I'm still talking about the person. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I just spent... <laughs> so much time talking about this person with like whoever and like it's both of our times and they- it's no effect on them like this is my time like it's actually mm. addic- then I catch myself and I'm like wow like I could have been doing something else
0: <laughs> and where does that guilt come from doesn't it come from an area where it's like am I just gossiping for entertainment or am I backbiting for yeah. kisiki burai or someone's like yeah. bad like you're thinking about them in a negative way right. yeah Like, you have to make the discretion, but what happens is a very thin line. So as you continue the gossip, it then becomes backbiting. And it's like, oh, crap, like, I'm literally degrading someone when they're not here. And and now I feel guilty and I feel bad, as you were saying.
1: Yeah. And, like, to be honest with you, like, talking about those, like, chemical releases when you're doing that, right? Like, that is a, that is what Mm. we're saying. Mm -hmm. Serotonin's
0: firing. Yeah. (laughs) you got all the stuff i can never say that i mean it's okay to like
2: vent though right right but you have to i guess find the line between like okay what is just like venting about this person and then what is just like gossiping straight up like spilling the tea about them right i agree but you
0: know you're you're right you're absolutely right finding that balance but isn't it easier said than done
2: yes Uh, because sometimes uh, like you don't
0: really know what that looks like right what is yeah
2: yeah, because you know. Yeah, yeah go ahead. ahead. No,
0: you you do. Okay. Um. Well, I just wanted to say that like finding that balance kind of transcends all the topics we talk about because mm-hmm. we really need to find balance on a lot of those things, especially in today's episode. Mm-hmm. When it comes to food balance, when it comes to um, talking about people, are you doing it for the good or bad balance? Uh, when it comes to being inspired or uh, by a celebrity or literally idolizing them, balance. Right. But you know what else needs balance? Relationships. Yes. What's the difference between a clingy person in a relationship or a balanced person or a toxic person or or a really good partner? What's the, what's the, what do you guys think?
1: Oh my God. All right. I'm not going to like, out oh, my mom or here or anything like that. I'm just saying. However, I think that, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was <laughs> okay, like beating me up right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I want to take back what I said. An unknown person, female, living in my house. I'm just kidding. Okay. So, essentially. Um...
0: That's a few people.
2: Yeah, you I know. That's sisters. like. She's like throwing two more people under the bus. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. She was like super shade. <laughs>
2: All right. Here, here, here. All right. When you're,
1: obs- I feel like some people are addicted to, no, not my mom, No, my mom. All right. I'm just saying some people are addicted to telling other people what they think is like, right. Right. Like we just talked about it a little bit also, but like, especially in relationships, like, becoming obsessed with the person that you're in a relationship with, or maybe it's about sisters to sister. Maybe like the one that we can think of is like, you know, husband or wife or mm-hmm. a boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever you identify with. Right. Telling the person their your point of view of like what that relationship should be, who are they talking to? Why are they wearing that? Um why does this person have a beard on their face? <clears throat> Mom, that all the time. i'm I'm just saying that like I agree,
2: I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it
1: becomes an argument. Hmm. I feel like yeah. that is us being addicted to like us saying my view, my thing, yeah. my likes or dislikes. I have to control this. I think, guys, that like when the when the balance tips over to like opinion to control, mm-hmm.
2: especially in like mm-hmm. uh you know a, a marriage relationship or, or something like that. Oh my Just god! Just because you know yes. he's my husband, so I'm gonna tell him do not do this. Yeah, <laughs> that's scary. Yeah,
0: because so you're absolutely right about control. My, I'll give uh, really quickly like my mom's example. She's a coupon Karen, right? She's addicted. <laughs> to saving money. Right. So literally, she'll be neck and neck with any family member, especially my dad, if there is no coupon or or buy one, get one free involved. And it's really annoying. Because it's like, what do you value more? Like, the relationship or the money? I mean, I understand, like, <laughs> saving money is great. That's right. a good thing. But you can also be addicted to saving money as much as spending at the Hali But it's like, she's like, completely on the control side of that spectrum right. like I want to control everyone because I want to save money and it's a really weird way to control but it's just full disclosure like my cousins listening to this are going to have a time of their life they're gonna be like yeah yeah uh Mamani is like that <laughs> you know our aunt is like that but um what, do, what so what what is it about relationships that's uh, that's sort of comparable to control like clinginess like what? what do you think
1: I think that, like, clinginess or, like, even controlling, like, for instance, I've heard so many girls talk about, oh, my God, I told him that he can't meet that person anymore. Or, like, you know, he can't see that friend anymore because
2: I don't like him. Or, like, liking, like, girls' pictures on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen that happen.
1: And I've literally, okay, seriously, not that I want to talk about, like, fast stuff but i'm just saying that like i've literally seen girls like you know become <laughs> i can see the husband's like um <laughs> i've literally seen girls like break up relationships because of their view and their control over their mans you know and, <laughs> and <laughs> because they feel like <laughs> Alert. Sorry. and then what happens like all these people that are not serious about this relationship and they are not with their forever and evers you know they mess those relationships up permanently for these guys or girls or whatever it is right Mm. like those things are ruined because of somebody that just decided to control your life because they're addicted to just their way of doing things and i think that is it goes way beyond clingy that means that you're you know you're an imposer
2: you're a controller.
0: Absolutely, and and control in a relationship is just not good at all.
2: But I think that, like, also, I agree with everything. I think this also comes from a maybe place of, like, getting addicted to, like, some kind of emotion. Hmm. And, right, like, so a lot of times I've heard about, like, emotional dependency in, like, relationships. So, you know, maybe somebody is addicted to the kind of emotion that they're other half gives to them right so they're emotionally dependent on them with, with in that sense and then they become addicted to that kind of like emotion that mm-hmm. i need and once they're not getting it they freak out
0: uh. yep that's called codependency and i really like how you stated that it's it's interesting how we we become addicted to gratification yeah right we become addicted to because i'm controlling and i'm getting what i want i'm 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 feeling great i'm gratified but as soon as that thing is taken away like you said they start freaking out. Why? Because then the control is taken away. Right. Like I remember one day, like I, I would just—I uh, think I was like sixteen—and and I spent. Well, my spending habits started really young. <laughs> Anyways, I, I was in Pakistan and I spent like all my pocket money, and my mom like didn't have any control on my on my spending, and right. she lost her mind. Right. And I was like, "Is this really about the money anymore?" <laughs> Like, I'm not married to you. You're married to my dad. I get it. Like, you control him. But, like, you also control me. And it's like, girl, like, if I spend my own ED, I- 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 which is, uh, like, Christmas money, it's like, w- what's it to you? It's because the control is taken away. Mm. And and I feel like with me, I wouldn't be on the control side in a relationship. I would be, with my significant other, clingy and codependent. Mm. Not, not controlling, but more so, like, Give me attention, give me attention, give me attention. I need a hug, I need a hug. Hmm. Mm -mm. That's the type of person I would be. I have enough self-awareness to say that. So that's the first step to change. The next step to change is hearing all the hard stuff from my lovely friends (laughs) who are sitting right across from me, or virtually. (laughs) Yes. And that's how I'll actually know that that's a problem. Anyways, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> no,
1: wait, Do you see, like, okay, so the fact that, like, you are, you know, open to, first of all, like you said, you are self-aware to understand where you want to. I literally told my therapist the other day, I was like, yeah, if I'm not spending time with somebody, I'll throw, like, money at a very expensive gift and, like, kind of, like, you know, think in my head that I've compensated for it. And she's like well that is definitely not healthy but as long as you're self-aware to like know that you know i guess like so same deal with you and then the second thing you've already taken you're like i am open to suggestions to change and maybe get better and that is completely you thing from people that i trust and i think that a lot of times our egos get in the way of our addictions getting better not only that i feel like a lot of our addictions lead to other addictions so for example. Mm -hmm. like if somebody for example uh, and maybe it's a cycle thing right like for example if like a woman is like kind of like giving hell to her man for something because she's addicted to the fact that like you know she's right his he unfortunately could go into an addiction of like you know falling back on really unhealthy habits which become an
0: addiction themselves yeah
1: and that is more
0: more than one (sighs) if you don't have the self-awareness to solve one of your addictions and and hold on to this because really I've seen it happen in the clinic too. Hmm. Like if you have one addiction and you don't have self-awareness about it, it leads into other ones. If you have a really bad alcohol addiction, you could also get addicted to going to your group and sort of seeing one person and then them not telling you um, what you need to hear, but telling you what you want to hear. (laughs) And that can become a secondary addiction, which is the codependency thing. However, I feel like the people who don't have self-awareness also then go to uh, drugs and alcohol. Like right. say for instance, if you have a really, really, really bad shopping addiction, I would say I have a tier one shopping addiction, mm-hmm. but if you have like one that's like really, you, like hoarding, right? Mm-hmm.
2: If right. you have
0: hoarding disorder, you are at risk for other uh, for addictions to drugs and alcohol, so you can detach from that one addiction, right? Mm-hmm. So So that becomes a part of it as well. If you have a food addiction, you can easily get uh, addicted to something else that may be like cigarettes or something. Right.
2: right. But I
0: feel like, oh, speaking of cigarettes, though, I feel like in our community, in the South Asian community, and a lot of actually Asian communities, because smoking cigarettes is a thing in, in Asia. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially <laughs> with men, <laughs> yes. which is also an issue, is that they can't deal with like mar- marital issues. They can't deal with family issues. So then they resort to cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah and then when a woman does it oh god forbid she's smoking we we, then we start cancel culture which by the way I feel like South Asian people invented before social media was a (laughs) thing we just cancel people left and right which is also an addiction I guess I don't know but you get what I'm saying
1: it is it is and I appreciate you bringing that up because like so smoking right like and by the way this is why we actually separated the two obvious you know the obvious addiction episode and like other addiction people don't think of it you know as as them as addictions so smoking is definitely like one addiction that is like a socially accepted form of addiction that men are you know in our culture are like free and like at liberty to like you know abuse however unless it's a woman smoking and then like her picture would be like all over the internet where like I'm referring to like a celebrity Mahira Khan Mm -hmm. like you know one of her photos like just came out and like not just, I mean, it was of, like, yeah, a, few a months little ago, while ago, yeah. Right. And like she was smoking, and people were like, oh my god, ha oh, hey, oh my god.
2: Like She's mean singing. things, like such mean things. Like they were just they cancelled her. Yeah, they did. So bad.
0: So bad. So like... do you think that she can develop another addiction from all the bullying? <sighs> I
1: mean yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yes. See? Because yes. it's the fallback, right? I feel like people cause other people to get addicted. I know that we can do it too. But for the purposes of this conversation specifically, I feel like cancel culture makes people even worse than whatever they're addicted with. They'll start eating more. They'll start smoking more. They'll start abusing more.
2: Yeah, because they resort to like these other things.
1: They definitely do. And like sometimes these people just straight up become addicted to ruining other people's lives. Mm -hmm. I know. Why is that a thing? People are addicted to that. Because there is no self-awareness and there is no... Because of cancel culture, right? Like if there are no here in America, if somebody is really, you know, alcoholic, we they have AA and rehab and like, you know, uh, even like government funded programs as terrible as it might be or good. I don't know. To fall back on Hmm. there in Pakistan or like other South Asian cultures where all of these things are taboo to like begin even speaking with because there's not only like it's a bad thing, but also it's a haram thing, which is like you can't do it in Islam thing. There are no socially or at least like visibly, you know, like we see ads on TV for rehab and like, you Mm. know, like beautiful rehab centers in Malibu, right? Like, I mean, (laughs) I'm just saying, not that I'm giving them a free ad, but I'm just saying that like... (laughs) I, over there, it's like, it's not yeah, even a thing.
2: it's true. And they, right. you know, if, then the parents or the family members try to even, yes. like, hide it. They try to hide it because because low If anybody found out oh, that, you know, nice. my blah 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 is addicted to, like, this and that. Which is so bad because they don't know how to handle it and then their kids just keep on getting worse and worse and worse. And,
0: and I like what you said about reputation. Like, what are people gonna say if, uh, you know, the uh, the fact that my son or daughter is addicted to blank. Like, mm. I feel like that also creates a um, um, a void, like just like cancel culture, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like though, because of what other people are gonna say is so concerning to us, our addiction becomes worse, right? Yeah. It becomes worse because it's, uh, we're not happy with ourselves. yeah. So right. we start displacing and gaslighting mm. and we're like, oh, um, if I'm addicted to video games or internet, He's addicted to cigarettes. How come you never stopped him? Yeah, That tells you how much I'm pointing fingers to someone else, right. but I'm unstable within my own issues. Yeah. Right. Especially when it comes to bullying or cancel <sighs> culture or uh, har- haram policing, which is like telling people what they're doing is a sin, Right. which I've been a victim of many times. Um, that comes from a place of insecurity. We all have bits and pieces of insecurity, but if you're consciously going out, and bullying other people it's like 3 a.m and you have to comment a hate or something <laughs> hateful on their instagram there's something wrong with yeah, you and, and that can become addicting too to get that gratification of somebody being like hey why'd you call me that oh now i feel like i'm in control right. you know i got what i wanted yeah you can get addicted to that too
1: oh my god it's so true and so like we've kind of established and this is exa- again I think I'm repeating myself but like you know this is why we kept the two like the obvious ones and I think guys we should definitely have
2: another episode we have
1: should have another episode of like all those addictions that are very obvious but however we have no societal or like help like structures like substances yeah Oh for sure but you know so like I guess like we've made a really good point here today in this episode is that if we feel like if any of the people feel like because we definitely and there have been like different portions of the episode where we have pointed out that I know Mm. that I have this issue too I think that the one key takeaway is if we feel like there is a part of any of these addictions that we find ourselves facing self-awareness is the first step Mm. like knowing that I might be uh, I might be like somebody who's going through this issue how do I get better is it do I try and do this myself? Which, by the way, we, we recognize the strength that can come from within. And if somebody really wants to change, of course, that strength can come from you. But I think that a very safe way, a very, not fast, there is no shortcut, but the very like a sound way of going about it is seeking help from other people that you probably, you know, feel like they have probably a better handle on their lives on. Or maybe it's a professional that you want to get help from. Therapy is always a good option. But I think that what you said, Taha, and Nahe, mm-hmm. like, self-awareness is key. Knowing that, oh, I might be addicting to talking about other people. How do I stop? So when you find yourself in that moment... Thinking
0: about it, that's the first step. Yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: And uh, yeah. And then I guess, like, what that will lead to is hopefully a world that's a little less judgmental. It's probably a little less like, you know, cancel culture-y, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and, and I would also say if, first step, if the first step is self-awareness, And the second step is finding realistic solutions and small goals to start, right? Right. So I had a severe video game addiction in high school. Hmm. And the fact that I'm putting this out there, it's actually hard for me to talk about only because this podcast is public. However, if I was caring about Lokia kya or if I was caring about what other people would think, or if I was thinking about reputation all the time, I wouldn't be sitting here today doing my field or having this extracurricular activity or project of this podcast. Right. So you know what? I'm I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna share it. I had a really bad video game addiction in high school, in the point to the point where uh, I did fail a class. Mm. That hard lesson. If I didn't get that lesson, I would still be addicted. Right. And because I talked to people about it, because I talked to other video gamers, because I talked to teachers, because I talked to a counselor nice. yeah. be it even one or two sessions doesn't matter you don't need a year of therapy sometimes you need two sometimes you need one sometimes you need that year it doesn't matter right. but anyways regardless I, when i when i uh, sought that help it stays with me to this day because now i only play video games two days a week wow. it's not that i stopped it yeah right it becomes an addiction when it, and when it causes you significant life distress, meaning right. you stop showering, you stop going to school, mm. you stop everything like that. Granted, I, I thank God, never stop showering. <laughs> but in other addictions, in other addictions, you do tend to do that. And yeah. I know video gamers, oh, unfortunately, that they unfortunately forget about their hygiene when they're addicted to a video game. Mm-hmm. But in my case, I disregarded school. Now, fast forward to now or, or, or through community college or, 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 or my undergraduate, I regulated myself. I found days of the week that were appropriate for play and days of the week that are appropriate for work. Right. And now I have Tuesdays, as you guys know, mm-hmm. the only day where my text messages are delayed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm playing. I, that's my gaming day. That's my self-care day. Nobody bother me, you know. Right. And I adjusted. And I, I had a class on Tuesday. and Now I have other hours in the week. Right. So what I'm trying to say is that I'm not perfect, right? That I have all the solutions. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it takes a lot of time, but once you get a handle on it by via small goals, yep. you will be able to do it. If I can do it, you can do it, right? This yep. is a note to self that if you're listening to this in the future, hopefully you get a handle on your shopping addiction too.
2: Yeah, right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what i mean like yeah. it's really important for us and i and i just right now live took that first step. and i think that it's really important to sort of have that dynamic yeah yeah well guys it's been a phenomenal episode uh it was is there anything else you would you guys would like to add how are we how are we how are we doing how are we feeling
1: good very good yeah And want to thank you for sharing that because yeah. i think that that's the one thing that we also should start doing like maybe and that's part of self-awareness is if somebody is going through because i can bet you right now that there might be other people listening to this that game on and on and on you probably helped them today you know even like plant a seed in their mind and saying oh that might be me right so like just sharing your experiences and just sharing the way that you got there Mm. might just be the first like you know brief kick in the process that you need to to start getting to where you need to be. So
0: absolutely and we don't compare uh, uh, stories to right. degrade anyone. We compare stories so we can be inspired. Before our recording today, we had a a discussion right. and and you know, uh, Kinza really inspired me because she shared personal stories that I could not relate to, but what I could take out of it is aspects of self-awareness via empathy right right. so guys always remember to be self-aware to 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 sort of know it's okay to get help and not every therapy session or help is in the form of they're gonna give you a medicine or you're gonna be taking 50 sessions that's not what it means sometimes it's just a like-minded group of people you can go to Alcoholics uh, anonymous with a behavioral addiction and they will accept you right there's so many because they can relate to it because of their alcohol addiction they face family issues. I mean, the list goes on and on. The thing is, take that first step. I know, especially in our culture, it's very difficult to find help. Yeah. But I assure you, there's this thing called the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and it has like so many resources. And I know, I know I'm making that really sound really funny. But I believe me, there's a lot of resources right. out there. Seek the resources, really look into it and empower others. If you have a cousin, if you have a sibling, empower them to do so as well. Yeah. But until then, everyone, be well, take care. And hopefully uh, in the future, we will also be talking about substance addictions besides the behavioral ones.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, all right. So thank you everyone for listening. And as always, don't worry about... Lo-kyake. Lo-kyake.